Hello, it's Sarah here. I'm so glad you are listening to the Heart to Heart Outreach Podcast. One of my greatest passions is ministering to women, creating a space where they can learn from others and ultimately becoming the women God has made them to be. This message you are about to hear will surely do that for you. Why not share it with a friend as you grow together in Jesus? Hello, everyone, and welcome. This is Sarah Muloi from Heart to Heart Women's Outreach. And this is my next video. It's about the when the alabaster jar breaks. We are going to be learning uh, from the women of the Bible and uh, what they did for their master, Jesus Christ. So we can do uh, the same today and be light and sold in this world that we live in. The theme of today's topic is um, when the alabaster jar breaks. And I'm going to concentrate on a few women, but mostly the two women that did the same thing of anointing Jesus with uh, the most expensive oil, spike nut, um, and, uh, and then it happened in different uh, settings. Uh, hence, uh, two different women, but the same deed. And uh, the first one is uh, Mary of Bethany, and then it is uh, the anointing at Bethany, which is found in the book of John, chapter 12, uh, verses 1 to 7. Uh, the, then, six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, where Lazarus was, who had been dead, whom he had raised from the dead. There they made him a supper, and Martha served, but Lazarus was one of those who sat at the table with him. Then Mary took a pound of very costly oil of spikenard, anointed the feet of Jesus, and wiped his feet with her hair. And the, the house was filled with the fragrance of the oil. But one of his disciples, Judas Iscariot, Simon's son, who would betray him, said, Why was this fragrant oil not sold for 300 denarii and given to the poor? This he said, not that he cared for the poor, but because he was a thief and had the money box, and he used to take what was put in it. But Jesus said, let her alone. She has kept this for the day of my burial. This is uh, the story of Mary of Bethany. And then the next woman who did more or less the same thing uh, is uh, the unknown women in the book of Luke, chapter 7, verses 36 to 50. I'm not going to read the whole uh, thing anyway. And uh, our focus is on what they had done and uh, what they had and what they had done. So that's why we are focusing. All we know is that uh, in Luke 7, 36 to 39, uh, the, the, the scriptures speak of a broken, sobbing, unnamed woman who entered the house uh, where Jesus was dining, and she anointed his feet with oil and 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 and, tear, and tears uh, and wipe wipe wiping his her tears from his feet with her own hair. And the men men that were present uh, in that house they talk about her like she isn't even there. They are offended by the sinner in their presence. Uh, you know, of the two women, the first one Judas was offended, and he thought. You know that 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 oil could have um, uh, brought so much money, and that it was a waste to anoint Jesus's dirty feet. You know, with such an expensive oil that could have provided them with so much money. And then in Luke, with the unnamed woman, is the men that were present in that in the, in that setting that were offended uh, uh, of the type of woman who was 
kind of like touching Jesus that really offended them. So the sinful woman was forgiven. Then one of the Pharisees asked him to eat with him, and he went to the Pharisee's house and sat down to eat. And behold, a woman in the city who was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at the table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood at his feet behind him weeping, and she began to wash his feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair of her head. And she kissed his feet and anointed him with the frag with, with, with them with the fragrant oil. Now, when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he spoke to himself, saying, This man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what manner of woman this is, who is touching him, for she is a sinner. And Jesus answered and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. So he said, Teacher, say it. And Jesus went on to say there was a, a certain creditor who had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. And when they had nothing with which to repay, he freely forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which of them will love him more? Simon answered and said, I suppose the one whom he forgave more. And he said to him, you have rightly judged. Then he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has washed my feet with her tears and wiped them with the hair of her head. You gave me no kiss, but this woman has not ceased to kiss my feet since the time I came in. You did not anoint my head with oil, but this woman has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. Therefore I say to you, her sins which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same love loves little. Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. And those who sat at the table with him began to say to themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? Then he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. What came out of this woman's jar? This is what we are going to look at. Number one, love. A kind of love that was extravagant. It wasn't just a normal love. It was extravagant. In what way was it extravagant? Number one, it was an individual devotion. The woman did not send somebody to take the oil and anoint Jesus. She did not say, I can't do it today, but I can send someone. She did it herself. That was an individual devotion. And number two, extravagant love of public devotion. In Luke, especially in Luke, in, in both of the scriptures, actually, there were people there. There were witnesses when the two women did what they did uh, for Jesus. So they did it in public. They were not ashamed. You know, they, they took it upon themselves to say, you know, what this man has done for us. We are going to honor him. He honored us in public. We are going to honor him in public. And number three, uh, the, the, the extravagant love of sacrificial uh, devotion. It was a sacrifice because the oil itself, the fragrant uh, 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 oil itself was worth 300 days worth of pay. That's what we are told. You know, 300 days worth of wages. That's what the Bible says. That's a lot of money, you know, to spend on someone's feet let alone on someone's body to smell nice, but feet, you know, that trace the ground and get dirty. 
and number four extravagant love that is remembered and what did what did jesus say he said what mary has done will also be told in memorial of her today after how many more than 2000 years we are still talking about the story of uh, mary of bethany and the story of the unnamed woman who was uh, declared a sinner we are still saying is such a big part of the bible it's a, it's, it's you know it's a chapter that is is a, a, a john and 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 um, and 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 um um a look a planted you know in in the bible nobody can remove it so jesus rightly said it will be rem uh, remembered uh, the next thing outside of love apart from love that was indicative of what these women did was repentance genuine repentance knows no limits if you consider uh, uh, somebody to have touched your heart so much that you can't help but repent and 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 acknowledge that um, maybe uh, the life that you've lived before you met uh, the, the 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 Messiah was not worth living, and that the Messiah has really indeed truly came to save you from the the sin of the world and from the sin in your life and from the sin of 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 of, of you know the, the the community you live in if you really believe that this is the, the person that has really taken me out of the misery of of that that is brought about by sin you will have no limits with your repentance and the women here uh, especially the the unknown women in um in 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 in, in luke that that is a sincere you know she sincerely repented and um, you know uh, the bible says here that she she was weeping uh, as as she was washing his his feet tears were rolling down you know uncontrollably and and jesus could feel the tears dropping on his feet you know her heart was poured out you know to to show repentance and and she couldn't even say anything she wasn't even talking it was just her whole you know emotion of of repentance came out of that deep repentance that was sending the message to Jesus and it did touch the Savior deeply as well and then um, real repentance receives forgiveness and that's what she did she received uh, real forgiveness because she repented in sincerity and uh, sincerity sincere repentance it doesn't care about public opinion you know she she knew that these men that were there in simon uh, the pharisee's house she knew they've been they, they said a, a whole sort of, of of remarks maybe you know they mocked her in the past they said all sorts of things to her that were derogatory and uh, very insulting and all that she knew that they did that before and she knew that they they, they are likely to, to do the same thing but she didn't care you know she was not moved by what uh, the, 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 the opinion of men will, will say she gave her heart you know to, to Jesus she said this is my day and I'm going to you know disregard everything that could uh, block me from uh, showing this master this savior that you know I, I acknowledge that he is the savior and he is here to save my life uh, number three this is what came out of the the jar 
what came out of the jar is love number one is repentance number number three is salvation and then you know we know it it goes without saying maybe mary in 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 a uh, the, the sister of, of, of Lazarus, maybe she was already saved. We believe she was already saved. But this sinful woman in Luke, she obviously wasn't uh, saved at the time when she met Jesus. And what came out of, of her, her jar that day, you know, it, 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 alongside the love and the repentance was salvation. That was what she got. She went home that day fully saved, with no uh, regrets whatsoever. She was fully accepted into the kingdom of, of, of God. That came out of the sacrifice of giving that expensive, you know, a, a, a spike nut oil, which represented her heart. That, that is exactly what her heart looked like that day. It looked like that expensive uh, spike nut uh, uh, oil that she, she anointed Jesus with. You know, and then we all have jars that we are carrying. We all have something so dear to us, so expensive, so valuable, and so treasured. And hers carried a fragrance of love, a deep-seated, heartfelt love that only her uh, action could convey. You know, she could, she didn't even say, Jesus, I bought this from Herod's or I bought this from wherever and you know making Jesus see how expensive it is she didn't have the words to express but she had it in her heart her heart brought the the message uh, uh, forth you know for for Jesus to to capture you know how much her heart she couldn't help but just weep before the master who doesn't weep before the master who doesn't get touched by the master who doesn't get touched when the presence of 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 of, of, of the holy spirit that is carried in jesus presence when it falls in your midst who doesn't get touched who doesn't whose heart is not melted who can still hold peace and say i've got i've got to have it all together you know who 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 doesn't who doesn't in 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 the presence of of of, of a savior this woman she she forfeit she, she forgot about everything she forgot about who was there she forgot about her own dignity she forgot forgot about her concerns she forgot about how she would look you know whether she would look stupid or weak or whatever she forgot about all that all she could see was the master that had come into a house and she just happened to be there and she did what her heart told her to do you know what is yours carrying what is your jar carrying is it carrying sorrow you know you know whatever things brokenness regrets betrayal sadness whatever things loss what is your jar carrying what are you bringing to the lord yeah are you do you think you have the love that the woman in Luke brought, that Mary in, uh, 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 of Bethany uh, uh, brought? Do you think your jar carries repentance? Do you think your jar carries salvation? Salvation that even if you are already sal saved, then you become the messenger of this message of salvation, the message of freedom. Is your jar carrying the love uh, to love the master so much 
that you would want to witness for him and tell everybody about him and witness is your jar carrying this deep repentance when you feel him when you feel his presence you feel undone you are just like Isaiah that said I am undone I am a man of unclean lips who lives among men of unclean lips does it bring you to that position does it bring you to that place your jar is it carrying that what is it carrying what are you bringing to simon the pharisee's house what are you bringing to uh, 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 lazarus's house what are you bringing today to the master you know the two bible passages they tell us about these women as we said they recognized who jesus was to them and uh, the other one was loving him and honoring him for who he is for who he is and the messiah the savior their deepest heart attitude the love that is so powerful it melts even the hardest of hearts they, these women were melted you know their hearts were melted they just ceased to be they were just consumed with who they saw jesus to be and there's the, the it doesn't even end there with these two women the samaritan women we know the story in john 4 you know when jesus revealed himself to 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 this woman you know the woman who knew the other side of 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 of, of the the character of men because of the life that she had been living and who knows? The Bible doesn't tell us everything. Maybe she had been used in the past. She obviously must have been. You know, they were coming and going in her life. None of them made themselves uh, available and to stay for life. And she, she must have felt like she's just a tool to be used and thrown away after use. She must have felt so low and, and so used and like and nothing. And here comes this man that finds her at, at the well, who is also of a Jewish, um, you know, of, 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 of the, 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 the Jewish background, who were, would look down upon the Samaritans. And they wouldn't even, you know, bring themselves to talk to Samaritans let alone a man, a woman, a man from the Jewish background talking to a Samaritan woman for that matter. Even the, 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 uh, the, the, uh, Jesus's disciples, they were kind of like amazed. Uh, what is he doing? Does he really know who this woman is? But Jesus had a mission that day. And what did she do? She had a jar. She took her jar that day. What was in her jar? She found a man that had, uh, you know, shown her that love. The man that told her everything that happened in her life. She said, I saw a man. And not only a man, but a prophet. She took her jar, the jar that she had come to carry the water from the wall, the, 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 the well. She carried that jar back. Now it wasn't carrying the water. It was carrying the message of the prophet that she saw today. The man that told her everything about her own life. The man that showed her the true love of, 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 of bringing new life into a, a broken life. You know, the man that, uh, you know, showed so much love 
that melted her own heart. And she felt like, I'm not going to receive this and sit with it. She said, I will run back to my village. I will let everybody know about this man. And what I like about Hajar was that she, Jesus did not follow her so that Jesus can now do the same thing that he did to her, to, to, to the others. But Jesus left her to do it herself because he had imparted what he had in him into her. So now she had what Jesus had because it had now been transferred into her. She put it in the jar, emptied the water from the jar, uh, put it in, in, in her jar, went back to the village and shouted at the top of her voice and said, come, everyone that had an ear that day had. She said, oh, people of, 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 of Samaria, I have seen a man. I have seen a man, the Bible said, and they came running. They said, tell us about this man. And he told, she told them about this man who told me everything about myself. The woman became an instant evangelist. And everybody that listened to her story, they did the same thing that she did when she was with Jesus. They surrendered their lives to the man who saved her. They came to the Savior. What is your jar carrying today? What has the master done for you? Are you going to sit with it? Are you going to be satisfied that I've got it and I'm safe? I will go to heaven. Are you going to want to run back to your village and say, this is what my, the Savior said about me? It may not be the same story as the Samaritan woman. It may not be the same story as the woman in Luke, the unnamed woman. It may not be the same story as Mary of Bethany. It may not be the same story of, of the woman with the issue of blood. We know that, um, you know, in, in, in Matthew 9, the, the woman with the issue of blood, this is a woman who had a, a plague that had come upon her life and she bled, apparently, she bled from, um, you know, her womanhood and, 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 and for life. And she was lose, she had lost so much blood. No doctor can could could he could heal her. No prophet or traditional healer, professional healer, medical healer, or whatever it is, could heal her. But she heard of a man. Just the same way that the unnamed woman in, 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 in Simon the Pharisee's house heard of a, a man. She went there because she had heard of what Jesus had done in the past. And she took that risk to say, I know what people, what men say to me. Maybe, you know, who knows, the people of that village, all of them, they were shunning her and mocking her and saying all sorts of words that were mockery to her. But she took a risk. She said, even if the same things will be done to me, just because that man of whom I have heard that he's going around doing good to people, maybe he will have mercy for me. I feel like I owe him. And he did, she did the same thing. The, 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 the woman with the issue of blood, she said, you know, today is my day. I'm not going to be ashamed because she was not allowed to be, to mix with, with the multitude. That day she covered herself. She disguised the Bible set. So she couldn't be recognized as the woman who was cursed because her infirmity had cursed her. So she disguised herself so that she could not be recognized but Jesus knew that she was among the crowd but Jesus did not move because Jesus wanted to know what would she do I am here 
Is she going to avail herself? I am here. It's up to her what she does today. And indeed, she silently touched Jesus. And Jesus supernaturally felt uh, having uh, power ca coming out of him and going into the woman. And he pretended that he didn't know who it was. He asked, who touched me? And the woman was so afraid because she had to now declare that it is her and everybody would know that she broke the Jewish law of, of isolation. She had come out like we are to, uh, so, you know, social distance. We are to self-isolate with the COVID. She broke that law and, and she was mixing with people when she shouldn't. So she was afraid when Jesus said, who touched me? But Jesus insisted and he wouldn't move and he wouldn't budge. And she could feel through the power of the Holy Spirit, you know, the knowledge in her heart that I am not hide. I can hide from these people, but I can't hide from this man. This man knows it's me. I have no choice but to really surrender and tell him that it's me. And she trembled. The voice, I could hear her voice trembling, shaking, tears rolling down her, her cheeks, saying, it is me, looking down, because she couldn't bear, look up so people can see her face. And Jesus, you know, instead of scorning her, Jesus, you know, we are told in this story that Jesus healed her. From that day onwards, Jesus healed her. It did not end there. Mary Magdalene, the woman in um, uh, 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 who had uh, in in Mark uh, chapter fifteen, and this woman had seven demons. We are told she must have been walking the street barefooted. She must have been walking the street naked. She must have been at the mercy of every uh, 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 predator. You know, in 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 the village that time, she must have been sleeping rough. You know, in every street corner, she must have been is subjected to all sorts being beaten you know raped and all sorts of things happening to her because she was not in her right mind but you know jesus one day met her on his mission to 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 bring the gospel and introduce himself in a way by deeds to people that uh, had rejected his god that have uh, forsaken god and he had to do all these miracles so they can know him. He touched this woman and this woman was instantly delivered of the seven demons. What happens after that? She had a jar and this jar, she said, I will carry it with me for the rest of my life. I am going to follow this man. And she did. She was counted amongst the women that were with Jesus when Jesus was still preaching, before he was captured to be uh, 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 killed. Even though his death was uh, something that God had ordained. But, you know, at that time, nobody knew that the, the death of Jesus was ordained by God. And they chose, she chose to join those women that the Bible said they were like Jesus' team. They were amongst the, the followers of Jesus, amongst the twelve and amongst the multitude. And when the time came that Jesus was captured and the twelve, the, 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 the eleven disciples 10 of the 11 that were left after Judas uh, uh, betrayed uh, 
Jesus and now he was not uh, counted amongst the 12 any longer. When Jesus was captured, it was the 11 that were, uh, were left. And then out of the 11, the whole 10 left Jesus on the day that Jesus was captured. And it was John that was left and the women. And Mary Magdalene was amongst those women with John when Jesus was captured. They followed Jesus. We are told in the Bible that there are six, uh, 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 what do we call, points, you know, that uh, the, the, the cross took from where Jesus was captured to Golgotha. Six points that had to be uh, stops that they had to, to, to stop up until they got to Golgotha. The women and John took that journey with Jesus. They did not retreat. Mary, who was delivered from seven demons, was among those women. She said, I will carry my jar until I see what happens to this man who delivered me and took me out of the street, cleansed me and put clothes on me and brought my mind back to functionality and made me whole and brought dignity back to me. I am not going to trade this to anything. I will follow him. I don't know where he's going, but one thing for sure I know is I will follow him up to where he will last. I will last there. And indeed, she was there when he was put on the cross. She was there when he gave his ghost. She was there when he rose up after three days because he had been telling them that I will die and I will rise in three days. The 11, the 10 disciples had forgotten about that. They had gone their way. We are told that they even went fishing, some of them, back to what they were doing before. P Peter was one of them, you know. But Mary and the other women and John, they were pondering on this message. They were pondering on it. They were saying, he said this. It should be true. Indeed, it should be true. And Mary Magdalene, we don't know whether she told John and the other women. But all we know is that she took a journey. To, to the tomb and on the third day because it was ringing in her, in her mind, mind and heart that he said on the third day, he said on the third day, I am going, this is the third day, I am going to see what, what is happening there. She went there. When she got there, the Bible said the tomb was empty and she just broke down because she thought that someone had stolen the body of Jesus Christ. She also had doubts. You know, she didn't really quite believe, but at least she took a step to go there to see for sure. When she got there, she found the tomb is, 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 is empty, open and empty, and she perceived that it, 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 the body had been stolen. What did she do? She cried for her master. And as she cried, Jesus revealed himself to her, the joy that filled her heart, the joy that said, my master is here. It was her jar, the jar that she said, I will not uh, uh, drop until I see my master where he goes. That's where I'm going. He ran to where the disciples were, the, the 10 that had forgotten about, you know, what Jesus said, the 10 that had gone wherever he went to two of them, 
uh, or whatever number they were, and he, he, she, she tried to say, you know, I've seen Jesus, and they didn't even believe her, you know. But she was the first person to see Jesus back to life, you know. This is a woman who had a jar that that she said, I'm not going to trade it for anything. It's too expensive. She recognized that what Jesus did for her was too expensive to throw away. What are you doing, you and me today? What are we doing with our jars? Are we, are we going about witnessing, sharing the gospel of the living Christ, telling everybody what he did for us? Are we taking those expensive oils that we have? Are we wiping his feet with our tears? Are we loving him? Are we bringing the, the gospel of repentance to a dying world, to uh, men and women and, and children and young people out there that don't even know? Are we, what are we doing with our jar? Because our jar is carrying something. My jar is carrying what Jesus did for me. And I know that what Jesus did for me can be done for somebody else. What Jesus did for me, if it is specific for women, then it will do something for other women out there. If you are a man, what Jesus did for you, if it is specific for men, then it will be done to other men out there. If you are a young person, what Jesus did for you as a young female person, Jesus can do, you know, through you to other female young person. If you are a male young person, your jar is carrying exactly what Jesus did for you, which is specific for young male uh, 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 people, children alike, you know. And, and this is a call for us to say we cannot afford to be silent. We cannot afford to have our jar, uh, 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 you know, uh, closed with a lid. This is a time that we take off uh, the lids of our jar this is the time that we don't consider how expensive our spike nut oils are. This is the time that we rise up. This is the time that we have a voice in a voiceless uh, a nation. We have a voice in a, in a, in a, in a voiceless uh, society. We have a voice whether we are representing women that have uh, no voice, that we have a voice on their behalf to bring uh, the gospel of the living Christ to them. If we are men and, and we live among men of, of, of a voiceless uh, you know, era, we have a voice in our jar. We are to go out and have a voice and speak at the top of our, of our, of, of our voices like the, the Samaritan woman did. I can imagine, I can even hear her in my spirit when she got to the village, the first house when she got uh, off the, the well, the first house when she shouted at the top of her voice and said, come and see a man. This is a time for us, guys. This is a time for us, folks. This is a time for us, my friend, to, 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 to rise up and to shout at the top of our voices on street corners when Wherever we are, this is a time, my friend, to speak of, the, of, of, of that which Jesus had done for us, to testify of that which Jesus brought into our lives, that which today we are benefiting. I don't know what Jesus did for you, but I can tell you, if I did not find Jesus, maybe, maybe I would be, I don't know, 
I would be prostituting, maybe. I would be drinking myself to a stupor, maybe. I would be injecting drugs in my, on, in my arm. I would be doing all sorts of things. If Jesus did not come and rescue me, I would be angry with life. I would be angry with everything. And I would be just so full of, 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 of everything that the enemy could throw at me. And I would be doing what the enemy wants me to do, to, to, to destroy, to self-destruct and destroy myself. Because the enemy, that's what he wants. He wants humanity to self-destruct or destroy one another. And that's how he gets back to God. We have a voice, folks. We have a voice, just like the Samaritan women. Uh, we have a voice to speak of the Messiah, to speak of the, of, of the Son of the living God, to speak of the, the great high priest, to speak of uh, the Alpha and the Omega, to speak of uh, 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 the one and only, the, the begotten Son of, of the living God. We have a voice to speak of the Messiah, the Savior. We have a voice to speak of a man that, 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 was in, that, that opened the lion's den when, 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 when Daniel was thrown in, into the lion's den. We have a voice to speak of the man who, who, who rescued, uh, opened the, the, the prison door for Peter to come out. We have a voice, my friend. We still have a voice. We are, we are, not, we are, we are not dumb. We, 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 we can talk and we, we have a story to tell, you know, of, of what Jesus has done. We have a voice to speak of the, of, 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 of the Savior that, that Paul and Silas as, as worshipped when they were in, in prison. I can visualize what happened in that prison cell. I can visualize that Jesus came into the cell and, and Paul looked and said, Silas, we are not alone. The master is here. We are not alone. And when the master is here, what do we do? We worship. Let's worship him. They were not worshiping for worshiping's sake. They were worshiping because the master was right before their eyes. And they worshiped him like they were not in prison. Because when the master is there, you are not in prison, my friend. When the master is there, you are free. It doesn't matter where you are. When the master is there, the chains are fallen off. When the master is there, there's no law. The law is one and only one to worship him. And that's what they did. And guess what happened? Everybody got saved, and 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 and, and, and even 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 the the, the 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 prison guard that day. We are told the governor got saved. We 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 you know we have a voice to to speak of 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 of, of a God. You know the the, the God of, of the Israel, the God of of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The same God that came when Elijah was challenging the prophets of Baal. You know, he had that boldness. He had that power. He had that fire in him because he knew he was sick and tired of what the prophets of Baal were doing, mocking his God. And he said, I'm going to prove the God of my ancestors, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And today, 
Pharaoh and his uh, prophets of Baal, they will, um, you know, the king and, and, and Jezebel and, and uh, uh, husband, you know, uh, uh, they, they, they will come to see, you know, uh, uh, my God, the God of Abraham. And he did that. You know, the story said that, the, the, you know, the fire came and consumed everybody and he, he, he devoured all the, the prophets of Baal. He had a voice, my friend. And we have the same voice to bring to the knowledge of a dying world. You know, the, 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 the master, you know, the savior, Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter what the devil tried to do. You know, he tried to do a lot on, on me. I, if, you know, I can talk of my, my life in the beginning when I hadn't met him. Just like, uh, you know, Mary of Bethany. Just like uh, uh, Mary with the seven uh, demons that were delivered. Just like the woman with the issue of blood. Just like the woman, you know, uh, uh, who the unnamed one who was a sinner. We don't know how, what type of sin she was doing because the Bible doesn't say so. But speculations had gone around amongst believers that she must have been a prostitute. We don't know. The Bible doesn't say so. But she was a sinner nevertheless. You know, and she had a story. She took that story and it became her jar. That was that what came out of her jar. That what came out of her jar was that I was like this. But I am today, I am uh, 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 saved of, of the Lord. And I am can testify of the man that came into my life. What does your jar have? I just want to leave you with this. So you can ask yourself, my friend, what does my jar have if I were to spill it out right now? If I were to turn it down right now, what will come out of it? Will I even recognize if Jesus was next door in Simon the Pharisee's house? Will I even hear that he was there? If uh, Jesus came to the well and found me, and from his speech and his deeds, would I really know that this is not just an ordinary man? What is in your jar? I want to leave you with that. I want you to go and do a homework and, uh, uh, and, and, and revisit the day that you were saved and find out what Jesus took out of your jar and replaced it with what he had for you. That you, like the Samaritan woman, can go to the village where you come from and preach him as the man. Come and see a man. The woman said, I leave you with this. Your voice is come and see a man. Thank you for listening. And um, yeah, I want to leave you uh, with this. Um, my book, um, A Journey of uh, a Thousand Miles, begins with one step which talks about my own life and, uh, you know, the things that happened to me, which um, I'm grateful for, you know, it wasn't nice at the time, but they drove me to the knowledge of, of Christ. Those things, God turned them, you know, into something good. Jesus found me shattered and broken, wounded and sad and dead inside, you know, a living skeleton, but 
he brought life into me from the day I found him. And, uh, you know, my book is talking about that. And, uh, you know, what, you know, f f from what Jesus did uh, 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 for me, what happened and uh, what is Jesus doing uh, today is a journey. As I say, is still a journey. It's not the end. And uh, I believe that much more is still going to happen. You can get the book. It's now published everywhere. Uh, it's in India, Book Wagon in India, Booktopia in Australia, Mighty Ape in New Zealand, Amazon.com in USA, Waterstone Books in uh, Limited in the UK, Amazon in the UK, Tales in the UK, Amazon uh, in Japan, and Barnes and & Noble uh, in the USA. And another way to get my book is uh, to uh, go to my website, www.saramuloy.org, and there's a, um, a store button that you need to click, and then it will guide you to uh, the sales page. Then you can purchase the book, and we will send it to you. I hope you enjoyed uh, the story of the women in the Bible. They just uh, give me a fire. They just revive me and just want me you know make me want to go out and just shout like the Samaritan women and I believe that this is the same thing that you are feeling I believe that you have a story I believe that your journey is still going on it's not the end until God says so thank you and bye